Hello and welcome back to the Future Work Life Podcast. My name is Ollie Henderson and in yesterday's episode we talked about why keeping an open mind is the first step in building a mindset um, to help you reimagine your career. The next chapter and what we're going to be talking about today is called the North Star and this phrase really is sort of focusing on the ultimate aspiration that you have for yourself um, and I talk about values in this chapter and uh, you know values have a bit of a bad name within a lot of businesses frankly because they often don't mean very much when written from a corporate point of view you know, sometimes the, the cliche is they're written up on the wall and yet nobody follows them but actually, what I've discovered um, through the process I've gone through over the past few years is the values really do matter immensely and they can provide that guiding light for you and ultimately give you a sense of your North Star. So I illustrate it in a couple of ways. First of all, um, I spoke to Sean Thompson, who's been world surfing champion, was one of the pioneers of the sport in the 70s and 80s. And Sean is a lovely guy. He's a fascinating character. Um, and he tells a story about him, how he came up with the principles of the code, which is a book he wrote. But it's this idea, this ethos that he created off the back of what had been a very successful career. Um, but actually, um, from personal circumstances, which are tragic, he lost his 15 year old son to to a, an accident, um, which um, left, of course, him and his wife devastated. And yet his reaction to that is really inspiring. Um, and he came up with this idea of the code to uh, put out into the world what mattered most to him. And he started every sentence of the code, his code, with I will. So for Sean, some of the examples of his code were, I'll never turn my back on the ocean. All surfers are joined by one ocean. There will always be another wave. So, of course, he was using the analogy of surfing to make a bigger point about humanity and his um, his point of view on how people should uh, interact with one another. But I love this idea. And when we spoke on the podcast, I, I'd gone away beforehand and really thought about how some of the uh, his lines in his code related to the world we were living in at the time, which was in 2020, the, uh, the autumn of 2020. And I just saw it was so analogous to many of the situations we were having to deal with ourselves. And I also went away and I sat down with my kids and told them about this conversation with Sean. We had a really cool conversation one morning at breakfast where we wrote down our code. And they basically you know, wrote down this themselves. And I helped them out a little bit in actually getting the spellings and the grammar right. And I won't read you the full list, but there were some really sweet things like, I will be kind. I will never show off. I will always be honest. I will always look after animals. So that was a nice exercise. But actually, when it comes to values in your career, this can actually be incredibly useful in helping not just determine what decisions you do make. It's actually the decisions you choose not to make, or at least the things that you choose not to do. So I also spoke to Damien Hughes on the podcast. He wrote the forward for my book, and he's the host of the High Performance podcast. And he spent a lot of time interviewing some of the world's top business people and sports people. And one important factor before even determining this North Star that Damien really neatly talks about is actually being compassionate towards yourself. He talked about his experience of pushing himself too hard, which ultimately ended up in hospital. And it was only when he could detach himself from his own situation and see himself through the eyes of his son that he realized that his non-negotiable, one of his non-negotiable values, something that he just wouldn't compromise on, would be was being compassionate towards himself. 
And I think this is something we all need to consider before we jump ahead and start setting goals for ourselves. Because it's really easy when you read a lot of self-help books, they say, well, you know, set, set goals for yourself straight away, work towards those goals, be constantly pushing yourself to the next thing. But of course, not only can that lead to burnout, but also there's this problem that sometimes you can be pushing towards the wrong goal. And when Damien and I spoke, you mentioned a really brilliant quote from Stephen Covey's famous book, The Seven Habits of Highly Effective People. And Covey said, beginning with the end in mind requires knowing where you're going so you better understand where you are now and so that the steps you take are always in the right direction. It's incredibly easy to get caught up in an activity trap in the busyness of life, to work harder and harder at climbing the ladder of success, only to discover it's leaning against the wrong wall. So, long story short, make sure you're aiming in the right direct direction, otherwise you can put in a hell of a lot of work and you don't end up in the right place. And Damien broke it down for me um, to show how identifying your North Star is the first step in actually setting daily actions and habits for yourself, which can help you get there. So first of all, you start with that outcome, your North Star. What do you want to be doing in the future? What do you want your life to be like? What does a successful and happy life look like to you? Then one step back, how can you set measurable performance targets that show you're on the right track towards that? And then day to day, what are the everyday processes to help achieve these goals. And he used the illustration of Dina Asher-Smith, who, um, as we, as I wrote and as we record, is Britain's fastest female athlete. Her ambition in life is being a role model to young girls and demonstrating that the glass ceiling can be broken and you can achieve greatness, whoever you are. So for her, the performance targets are really clear. Olympic medals, world titles and records. How does she achieve that? Well, she achieves that through commitment to nutrition exercise, self-care. And crucially, she takes the time to stop, step back, recover and reflect on her progress. As you might have noticed if you've listened to previous episodes, these are all signs of the work-life flywheel in action. And only by stopping and resting and reflecting do you achieve the breakthroughs that you're looking for. So the last thing I talk about in this chapter is Ikigai. And there isn't a literal translation on this. And many people talk about it in different ways, but it's ultimately about a purpose in life, the reason you get up um, in the morning. And while I think there's some discussion about whether the Venn diagram I share in the book is actually a realistic representation of Ikigai, I think it's a pretty good tool for us to use as we start thinking about what we want to achieve in our life. Because essentially what it does is look at four different elements what the world needs what it will pay for what you're good at and importantly what you love and the point here is if you can identify things that you enjoy doing things that the world needs things that you're good at and things that the world will pay for if you can get these things to intersect that's the sweet spot in helping you identify what to do next so I will put a link to the Ikigai Venn diagram, the controversial Ikigai Venn diagram in the show notes, but you can check out this chapter for more on finding your North Star. Tomorrow, I'm going to talk about how to use that information to prioritize your time and focus on what really matters. 